Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a new story on the theme of power, culture, or the future, handpicked from theoutline.com. I'm your host, James T. Green, and this is The Dispatch. So, Rob, I'm not going to lie. I'm super, super stoked about this story that you're about to bring into me. Me too. <laughs> so what is it? Um, so for a little while now, I've been um, doing a lot of research and talking to a lot of people about Afrofuturism um, and how it kind of, because kind of having a big pop culture moment right now, um, like after Black Panther, um, Janelle Monae's most recent album. Um, but I think there's a lot more to it than what's been talked about recently. So let's backtrack here. For folks who have no idea what Afrofuturism, what is it? See, that's that's what's hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of encapsul- encapsulates a lot of different things. So what it's most traditionally been used to describe is art, um, like that's either visual art or literature or film that kind of combines science fiction, fantasy, and that kind of genre with black culture. And it sort of centers on black characters and black experiences. For a lot of people that identify as Afrofuturist, it actually means something different. It kind of describes a worldview and the way of a way of looking at black people in the world and in the future and that kind of stuff. Nice, nice. So I think the best way to kind of um, show you what Afrofuturism is, I have a clip here from um, this film called Space is the Place. Okay. And it's by this artist. He's a jazz composer. He was a jazz composer. And he, he made this short film um, in 1974. And yeah, I guess we can just watch this clip now. After the end of the world. Don't you know that yet? It's after the end of the world. Don't you know that yet? It's after the end of the world. So what am I looking at right now? So this is the opening scene, um, and we're sort of, you kind of just see like a kind of figure floating through space, um, and then there's these disembodied voices, there's no people on the screen. Um, Yeah, it's really, really trippy. Yeah, and then now we're kind of seeing a landscape, it kind of looks kind of weird. I couldn't even describe it to you. There's um, Yeah, like there's a lot of turquoises, there's a lot of greens, it's... um, it's very much like <laughs> the aesthetic of this time, but yeah. it's it's very interesting just like listening to it right now. You can hear a lot of like the influences. Like I hear this and I immediately think of uh, Kendrick Lamar, The Pimple Butterfly, yeah. or a lot of other things that have kind of come out recently. Child, uh, Childish Gambino, um, Awaken My Love, like a lot of these things that are, as you said, like in the popular cultural yeah. moment right now. Yeah. The music is different here. The vibrations are different. Not like Planet Rave. Planet Rave's sound of guns, anger, frustration. There was no one to talk to from Planet Rave to understand. We set up a colony of black people here. See what they can do on the planet all their own without any white people there. So that was pretty dope. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty interesting guy. And he, Sun Ra is actually considered 
one of the first big pioneers of Afrofuturism. Um, and his work in music and film um, is really important in, in the genre. So um, he was started doing that work in the 50s, and he's no longer with us now. But the actual word Afrofuturism wasn't even coined until the 90s by a cultural critic called Mark Derry. Mm-hmm. So recently I spoke with a lot of people who identify as Afrofuturists, and they all kind of had this common experience. Who did you talk to? So I spoke to a couple of people. Um, first, I'm going to play some of my favorite moments with Dee Denenge Doist Akpem. Um, she's a professor at the School of Art Institute of Chicago. Oh, old city, old hood. <laughs> and Ingrid LaFleur. Um, she is from Detroit, um, and she's an artist and activist, and she actually ran for mayor of Detroit um, last year. Man, a lot of good Midwest representation here. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> a lot of um, you know panels and, and talks that I give, I kind of subtitle it as Afrofuturism as a methodology for black liberation. I see Black Panther, in a sense, as a trajectory off of that larger umbrella idea. You know, Black Panther has been this mega hit, popular culture hit, that in a sense is a pathway for black liberatory ideas. When you're an art history major, you learn about all the art movements and things that happened before your time. And you kind of, or at least I kind of, really wanted to know what it would be like to be part of one um, and to actually participate. Um, and now I get to have that chance. It's just kind of... So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes? How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So the last person I spoke with was Yatasha Womack. She's a filmmaker uh, and journalist, and she wrote a book called Afrofuturism, The World of Black Sci-Fi and Fantasy Culture. She kind of had a common experience of what a lot of people had, where she was interested in sci-fi and fantasy, but there was not a lot of black characters in the books that she loved. One of the big questions, at least for a lot of people, of the African diaspora, um, was almost this question of, you know, where did we come from? And where are we going? Afrofuturism is a way of looking at the future or alternate realities, and you're doing so through a a black uh, cultural lens. And when I say black, I'm talking about, you know, the African diaspora, the African continent, and all of those cultures. But in her eyes, it's moving beyond their stories. The themes explored in Afrofuturism can be used for black people to build their own futures in the real world. Writing about Afrofuturism um, and exploring those ideas helps to reshape your world because it's a reminder that so many of the um, systems that we're a part of or the beliefs that we engage in or the societies that we're a part of are very much creations. One of the main things that Afrofuturism does um, is it reminds people that they have a future and that they have a role in shaping that future. And, you know, that the decisions that you make today can shape your tomorrow, your collective tomorrow. Man, all those people sound awesome. (laughs) Now, I'm going to turn the lens on you for a second. So I'm curious, what does Afrofuturism mean to you? Um, This is something I've been thinking about a lot. Um, And I think... Really, it's just having the freedom to imagine 
what having no limitations on what you can imagine your future can look like, I mm-hmm. think is something that's really freeing. And I think that's something that in the past black people haven't always had that freedom. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it can, it can seem like, you know, like we're both black and like, it can seem a lot of times like the world is so hard in a lot of ways that it almost feels like sometimes we don't have the affordance to um, think about things in almost a fantasy nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's an escape, but it very much seems like this can be the building blocks for a reality, I hope. Yeah, and I think just even just being able to imagine yourself traveling through time or being in space, I think just having that much freedom to having no bounds on what could be, I think is really powerful. That was Rob Dozier. This is the last week of his internship, and I'm not going to lie, I'm going to miss him here. Rob, do you have any last words for our listeners? Uh, It's been real. (laughs) 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 Well, make sure if you're listening and you're looking for somebody to write for you and to make audio and make wonderful podcasts and stories for you, you should hire Rob. The Outline World Dispatch is produced by Rob Dozer and me, James T. Green. Today's story was edited by Jeremy Gordon. We use music from APM for today's episode, and our theme is by the fantastic John Lagomarsino. Thanks for listening. I'm James T. Green, and we'll see you soon. Bye, Rob! There's no limit to the things that you can